Welcome back. Welcome back. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. How are you guys doing? Thank you for that applaud. It means a lot. I feel like you guys are really into it. You guys are pumped up to hear another Nashville episode. I had a pretty decent weekend. It wasn't too crazy. Had a family event at the house. It was my brother-in-law Danny's birthday. Turned 44. Um, so, yeah, I was in the garage doing um doing guy talk, I guess, you know. I think I told you before, I really don't go outside and talk to the guys. They do some weird-ass talk. So I was out there. <clears throat> my grandpa was talking, and we were talking about cheating, or I don't know what we were talking about, but we are talking about what would you do if you caught your chick cheating? It was kind of one of those conversations. It was kind of off the wall, kind of weird. Note that my grandma, is, she passed away. So my grandpa always told this story. And he would say, if he ever, listen up to this one, because this is mind-blowing what he says. He says, if he ever caught my grandma cheating on him, that he would get that guy, pull his pants down, and fuck him in the ass in front of her. That's what he says. If I ever caught the cheating woman, I'll get that guy and pull his pants out and fuck the shit out of him in front of you to show you what a fucking fag he is. What on earth? That's what he says. It's um it's pretty it's pretty gay, grandpa, to say that. But at the same time, it's almost gangster as fuck. It's gay, super gay. I mean, it's pretty gay, Grandpa. But it's kind of it's kind of gangster. Like, it's a weird mixture of both. So that's that's kind of guy conversations that my family has, or at least the guys have in a garage. And I know we're probably two minutes into this fucking episode, and I went berserk already. But let's blame that on my Grandpa. And the things that happen in the garage with the guy talk, it's it's dumb. It's the stupidest shit that the guys talk about. At least my family. So my my brother-in-law, Danny, it's his birthday. So his dad's there. His dad's like old school cholo, grew up right there in Azusa. And um he's all about respect. Like he's all about respect. It's dope though. He's like a he's an amazing dude. So I guess somebody farted in the garage. No, 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 no. It wasn't it wasn't that kind of a fart. That was fucking gross and fucking nasty as fuck. It wasn't it wasn't a wet fart. It was a more like a um <laughs> You know what? It wasn't even like that. It wasn't loud. It was it wasn't a loud fart. If it was a loud fart, everybody would know who did it. And that's what I'm trying to say with this story. Hold on. <laughs> that's fucking... I don't know. Am I the only one to laugh at farts? I think it's fucking hilarious. I think you could put like a fart noise or a fart scene in any kind of movie or TV show. And it just makes it more hilarious. No matter what. No matter who's doing it. It just it makes it more fun. But besides the point, let me get back to the garage. So we're in a garage and somebody farted and you could smell it. There's a fart going on. It's in the air. And there's only a few of us in there. It's me, 
Danny's dad, his name's Richard. My grandpa and my brother, Steven. So my grandpa tells my brother, did you fucking fart? That's gross. What the hell? Whatever, whatever. Making a big old scene about a fart. I didn't smell a fart, but whatever. So my grandpa's getting all mad. My brother, come on, you're disrespectful. Like, why would you fart for it? And my brother's laughing. And my brother, usually, usually, listen, usually if my brother would fart, he'll claim it because he's not a ranker. He's not a fake gangster. He'll claim it. <laughs> he didn't claim this one. He said, nah. He's a grandpa. I didn't fart. He said, that, he said, that wasn't me. I promise you. And you could tell by my brother's face he was actually being serious. He goes, I didn't fart. Like, I promise you everything. So I believe my brother. Okay. He, he didn't fart. Cool. You know? So he goes, it was probably you, grandpa. You probably farted. I didn't fart. Was it me? Come on, I ain't like that. I'm not gonna fart. Whatever, whatever, whatever. So my brother goes, Well, if it wasn't you and it wasn't me, it had to be Richard. He goes, he blames it on Richard. He goes, Richard, it had to be you that farted. And like I said, Richard, older guy, Azusa, he goes, and remember, he's all about respect. This guy. Respect, respect, respect. <laughs> So he gets pissed off and mad. He's like, what? I would never fart. And we're at my parents' house. I would never disrespect your parents' house ever like that. I would never fart at your parents' house. I got more respect for them than that. And he's getting loked up. He's getting kind of crazy. I'm like, what on earth? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> So I'm like, hold on, like, it's not even that crazy. Like, he's like, I have so much respect for your parents. You think I'll come in their house and fart? You got me fucked up. <laughs> Why am I, dude, you had to, this is funny. To me, you had to be there because he gets so aggressive and so pissed off. It escalated really quickly, dude. Uh, just whatever. It was fucking hilarious. And you are, and you guys are thinking it was me. It was not me. What the fuck? I'm just chilling. Just man, it wasn't me. Trust me on that one. But either way, it was fucking. Yeah, it was funny. So that that's what we do. That's what they do. The day I decided to go out in the garage, hang with the boys, and do guy talk. That's 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 the shit I've been missing out on. Like that's what I've been missing out on. On this kind of bullshit. This is what you guys talk about and argue about. It's the stupidest thing ever. But it's so funny, dude. So I can't wait for the next family event for me to go in the garage and get more material. I'm going to get more material for you guys. I'm going to go in the garage, do guy talk, take notes, and just listen to the conversations. So I did that. And then I go inside the house. I go inside that house and it's all the girls just dancing, turning up, listening to loud music and so on. Having a good time, having a blast. Had a good time. It was a fun birthday. It wasn't my birthday. Now with that being said, guys are drinking in the garage. Girls are partying inside, dancing, singing along the too short, etc. I opened a couple DMs up yesterday. And they said they were fucking stupid. And this is why I don't open my DMs up. At least I don't open all my DMs up. At least from strangers, I don't. 
I know I said it before, but I still do it once in a while. I got DMs from people saying, oh, I thought you guys were Christians. I thought you had a Christian house. You guys don't act like Christians. You guys don't dance like Christians. Christians don't sing along the too short. And my reply to that, to those people, is no comment. It's no comment. Like, you're somewhat right. A little bit. But I don't need an answer to you. You're nobody. I don't have to answer to you about that shit. You're nobody. Anyways, we got to take a small commercial break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by... Are you tired of going to the mall and seeing nothing but skinny jeans and silky shirts? Do you want to dress like a man again? Well, go to TripleOGBrand.com. There you'll find some cool shirts, shorts, sweats, even bandanas. Stop being lame and start dressing lame. Go to TripleOGBrand.com. Is it me? Or am I the only one that think Oprah Winfrey is a racist? I think she's racist as fuck. Anyways, I just wanted to say that. I'm not going to get a whole topic or conversation about it. I just wanted to say it. So those of you that don't know, I'm a barber on my spare time or whatever. I cut hair. I'm a barber. I don't promote it on my Instagram because I hate the barber industry. I think most barbers are divas and they think they're fucking rappers and they got fake gold chains on and they dress in skinny jeans and they're fucking weird as fuck. So I'm not proud to be a barber, at least in the barber industry. I think they're weird as fuck. They charge too much for haircuts. For a regular fucking haircut, you want to charge 40, 50 bucks. Thing is mind blowing because you work at a little shop in La Puente or somewhere like, you know, or Amani or whatever. You want to charge all this money. The people in that city can't afford that much money for their haircuts. It's retarded. I can imagine if you're in Beverly Hills or Orange County, you want to charge 50 bucks and up for a haircut. That's fine. But I think the prices are outrageous for cutting hair. It's stupid. But besides the point, sorry I had a rant about that. Some girl brings in her kid for a haircut last week. And she's a podcast listener, so what's up? You probably didn't know I'm going to talk about your story on the podcast, but I am. And I'm going to say your name so they don't know who I'm talking about. But if you're talking about at a barbershop out loud in front of barbers, you shouldn't have a problem me saying it in front of like 10,000 people right now. Whatever. So this is the thing. She's telling me she was talking to some guy. She still talked to some guy. And she's telling me, she's kind of venting to me and she wants my advice. She wants the Nashville advice because Nashville is a genius. She's telling me that she's talking to this guy and all of a sudden the energy um, shifted. He don't have the same energy as he did in the beginning. And I go, what do you mean? She goes, well, when you first started talking, he was all about me. Tell me this romantic stuff, this or that. And first of all, let me tell you girl something. If a guy is telling me like this romantic bullshit, being cheesy as fuck, don't take it seriously. Don't take it seriously. Because a guy will tell a girl, multiple girls, the same shit. They will copy and paste a fucking line and do the 10 other chicks. 
They can tell you're fucking beautiful. I think about you all day or whatever the fuck it is. They can tell you whatever. And you might get your panties all wet and it's fine. But don't go by what somebody says, but what somebody's do. And you could tell by the energy and the vibe and the rhythm of everything. So she said, well, he told me all this. And I go, and then what? I go, did you have sex with him yet? She says, no, but I think she's lying. I think she's lying. And I think that's why his energy is all different now. He don't text her all day. He texts her like it's very. He said it's very small talkish now. They do small talk. Like he's not into it. Of course he's not into it. It's not her. It's just like he's just been a dude. He got sex. He had sex. I think he had sex. And he kind of pulled back a little bit. And that was it. She was saying, well, what about all the stuff he's saying? I go, forget about the shit he told you. Forget about those text messages. They don't mean shit. They don't mean anything. You guys got to stop going on what guys tell you and going what they show you instead. Even in friendships, same thing. Don't go on what people tell you. And people are so brave these days. People are so brave to say whatever they want to say because it's a DM. It's a message. It's a text. It's so easy to say shit and be brave. You can even be a gangster on social media if you want. Do caps lock. Talk all loud. People are really gutsy. A guy, a, a nerdy fool, a, a shy guy, a guy with no confidence these days could ask out a pretty girl. It's a DM. The worst thing that's going to happen is she leaves him on red. That's the worst thing that's going to happen when you get dissed these days. You ask a hot girl out, leaves you on red, so be it. Because you probably asked out a hundred other girls too. One of them might bite. You might get like a reaction from some one of them. But back in the days, there wasn't this kind of fucking social media, text messaging. There wasn't anything like that. You actually had to go up to a girl and talk to her. So that ain't happen for most cases. That ain't happen at all. If you see the hot girl on the streets or at a club or at a bar or at the mall, most guys wouldn't go up to a pretty girl at the mall because they're afraid of rejection. They don't get rejected. By now, everybody's fucking brave. Hit up anybody. Anyways, back to my story with the girl at the barbershop. I just told her, listen, I don't care what he tells you or what he told you before. You got to go off the energy and the thing he shows you by action. It's that easy. It's not rocket science. You don't have to be a mind reader. A psychic, a prophet, to know if somebody likes you or not. You should just know. Stop overthinking shit. If somebody likes you, you'll know they like you. Plain and simple, it's that easy. It should be that easy. Anyways, we'll be right back. Small commercial break. This episode is brought to you by... Hey everybody, well, we're not on lockdown or quarantine. You can find me in all my dates at Garden Barn Grill, located in La Habra and Pico Rivera. Best food, best service. Be there. So today we record Street Scholars in downtown LA, and today we have an awesome guest. Tonight we have an awesome guest. I'm a big fan of the TV series, the show he's on, and I actually like his character a lot. He's my favorite character on the show. 
Um, it's the show called Minds MC. It's on FX. It's a dope show. It's an amazing show. This guy, Richard Cabral, he just um he's my favorite guy on the show. So I'm super excited to interview him tonight on Street Scholars. From what I know and the homework I've done, he he lived a crazy life from gangs to drugs to jail, etc. He's a writer, writes poems, and he just he's in a lot of big movies as well. So I'm pretty excited to interview him. So I mean I'm not gonna be a groupie or anything when I see him. I'm gonna get a I am gonna get a picture with the dude. I think he's a he's a dope ass dope ass dude. <laughs> Did I say that right? He's a dope ass dude. Um, I always trip out on how guys, and this is a whole different topic, but I just, it just always, it was always mind blowing when I see dudes do this or even girls do this. Um, when, for instance, you ever see guys go to a car show and he's the, there's these little hood rat Instagram models, whatever you want to fucking call them, that little bikinis on. And they're like, mo- they're like low rider models, I guess, which is fine. Like it pays cool. Do your thing. But you ever see guys take pictures with these girls like they're celebrities, like they're like they're not celebrities. They're just some chick from Woodier or something. But they go, let me get a picture with you. So it'll be a guy with both his arms around two chicks like he's doing it. Like you're a pimp, you're a player, you're a G, you're a Mac. No, you're you're none of those, bro. Like, what's the point of taking a picture with the stupid chick in a bikini on? I could imagine if it was like a Halle Berry or somebody like that. Like a model or somebody that's known. But, like, you know, Jessica Bersiaga? Somebody that's known. Like, these girls are just basic chicks, dude. Like, what's the point of taking pictures with them? And then you post it. You'll post it on social media, on your Instagram. Like... Are we supposed to congratulate you? Like, oh, dog, hell yeah, you're doing it, my boy. Like, no. Like, what? what is that? Why are you taking pity with these chicks? You don't, even, you don't even know who they fucking are. It's retarded. Or what about guys that take pictures? Or even girls do this, too, as well. You take pictures in front of a nice car. You see, a, like, you're in a parking lot or in a mall, wherever the fuck you are. And you take a picture in front of a nice car like a Lamborghini or whatever. Like, that's not your car. Like, you act like we've never seen a Lamborghini before. And is this this supposed to be a big deal that you're standing next to it? Like, I would say, like, and this is what I do. I do to be a dick to get my point across in a nice way. So if I see somebody on social media and they post them, Next to like a Rolls Royce or a nice car, whatever the fuck it is. And they're taking a picture next to a nice car. I always comment. I go, oh, man, congratulations on your new whip. That shit is dope. Congratulations. And they have to comment back like, oh, it's not mine, dog. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I know it's not yours, you dumbass. Why are you taking a picture next to it? It's stupid. Like, the car's not a celebrity. Maybe it feels like the Knight Rider or like a Transformer or something like that. Then yeah, that's kind of cool. That's kind of kick ass. But it's weird if you're taking a picture next to a random car at the mall in the parking lot or wherever the fuck you are and you're just posting on social media. I just maybe I'm the weird one here and maybe I'm worked up for nothing. I'm not worked up. I just I'm just saying it's weird. When you take a picture next to a chick that's not your chick. 
She's not even your friend. She's a stranger on the strip in Las Vegas. Or a car at the mall parking lot. I think that's super weird. Super creepy. And it doesn't make sense to me. But whatever. Those are the same people that will borrow their friend's car. Their friend's nice car. To go on a date and pick a chick up in. That a car that's not even theirs. Like what's the point of that? And when you pick her up, does she ask you if that's your car? Do you tell her? Do you lie to her and say it's your car? Or do you be honest and say, oh, it's my friend's car. I just use this car to impress you. Do you say that? Either way, it's a lose-lose situation. Because what if you do lie to her and what if you do say it's your car and the date was amazing. You guys hit it off really good. And then you pick up the next date and you have your regular car. Because your friend's not going to let you use the car every fucking time, every date. What's the point? Everybody have a great week. Nashville episode 26. Um, you know what? I have a pretty amazing, hopefully amazing, couple weeks ahead of me right now. Even tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be a good day. You'll probably see my Instagram, what I'm up to. And um, hey, are you excited that I didn't talk about my relationship this time? Is that good? I didn't talk about it at all. Kind of proud of myself a little bit um <laughs> but friday's gonna be a little bit different trust me because i got some things going on this week anyways thanks for tuning in everybody have a great week i'll see you guys friday late took my first breath where the muddy grasses spills into the gulf of mexico the skyline's colored by chemical plants to put bread on the table of the working man where the working man does his best to provide Safety and shelter for kids and a wife Giving a little of a soul every day Making overtime to keep the wolves away When the company man tried to dig my daddy's grave It happened on a French-owned tanker ship Spilling poison in the Galveston Bay Well, the liquid fire filled his lungs and his eyes Silenced anymore to cries Cold in the grave with death stinging pain He fought like hell to keep the wolves away Dog, but it made a coverage 
just a spatios. The settlement came and we moved out of town where the skies and heavy with refinery plants. Yeah, he's still alive, he's doing good, he's in his fifties, but the money's running out and he's painting for pennies. So I'm going for broke with every song I play. Cause now it's my turn to keep the wolves away. Thank you.